This episode of the Between the Dream podcast is brought to you by our sponsors at Priya. Let's be honest, buying a car is frustrating. Even in 2018, people feel like they need to be experts before starting the car shopping process. Wouldn't it be nice to have someone else handle everything from research to purchase for you? Introducing Priya, a Seattle-based startup that streamlines the car shopping process, whether you are shopping to buy, lease, or go the monthly subscription route for a new and used vehicle. Tell your family, tell your friends that Priya is here to help. Less scrolling, more happy, because too many choices is not always a good thing. Sign up now at www.priya.io. Once again, that's www.priya.io. Welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Today is Monday, November 26th, 2018. Hope you all are doing well. Listen, if you are new to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. I ask that you go ahead and subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on. If you are returning, thank you so much for your continued support. It means the world to me. For those of you all that are donating to the podcast, I just want to take a quick moment to say thank you as well for your support and for your subscription every month. Listen, the Between the Dream podcast is brought to you by our sponsors at Priya.io and our sponsors at Fibersoul.com. Fibersoul is a one-stop shop for Christian streetwear that balances the latest styles and life-giving scripture. Fibersoul is apparel that speaks life, and right now you can get 15% off of your order using code TAYLOR15, and if I'm not mistaken, they are running some Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals, so you might even be able to get more off. Make sure you go check them out, Fibersoul.com. Now, I am so excited. Before I get started, speaking of Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and Small Business Saturday, I am still running specials this week, um, and today specifically, so Cyber Monday, you could take 50 50, excuse me, percent off of all of my coaching services. So those who are interested in writing books, those who are trying to figure out how to self-publish, those who are interested in becoming speakers, even the life coaching side, the mental and emotional health and wellness side, I've got you covered. I'm doing one-on-one client calls and usually uh, they tend to range between 50 and $100, but they are 50% off right now. So you can definitely book your appointment with me at richardtaylorjr.com. Also, of course, my books are on sale on my second website, unashamednation.com. You can find a $25 book bundle that is three signed copies of my books. And it's definitely a great gift for the holidays for yourself, for somebody you know, maybe uh, one of your kids a teen that you know, whatever it might be, I definitely got something for you. So make sure you go check it out, unashamednation.com for the books and richardtaylorjr.com for the coaching services. Man, I want to go ahead and get into this podcast real quick. I don't want to labor too long because I think this is super important. So of course, last week I talked about giving and I talked about the importance of giving and how giving should be a thing of, you know, 365, right? Not just during the holiday season when it feels good to give. Man, I did not realize that after giving you all this podcast episode last Monday that I would find myself in a position where I am now challenged on the opposite side. And I'm going to break this down for you real quick. So I tell you all about giving, which is something that I'm used to doing. I am a giver by nature. I try and give my best and my all to everybody who needs help, who needs assistance, whatever the case might be. One of the things I did not realize, though, was that I'd be walking into a position last week where instead of me being the one that's always giving, I'd be on the receiving end. I'd have people pouring into my life in many different ways, individuals who were just randomly thinking about me, family and friends, 
people who don't even know my situation or what I'm going through, but just like, hey, you know what? You were on my mind. I just want to do something for you. I want to do something nice. I want to give you something. Um, man, I just I had this and I thought you might enjoy it, whatever the case might be. And with all of this happened, man, if I can be completely honest with you all, I came to the realization Thursday night that as much as I give, I do not know how to receive properly. And, and I don't mean to sound funny when I say that, but when I say receive properly, I'm literally talking about like it feels awkward. It feels so weird to accept gifts from people. And so my mind was literally boggled all weekend. I'm like, why does this feel like something I can't just shake? Like, what is going on? And so I put a lot of time and thought into this conversation. And maybe you find yourself in this position. I know many of you all are givers, but I, I need you all to catch this today with this message because of the fact that while many of you all are givers, lenders and not borrowers, it doesn't mean that there won't come a season or a point in time where people won't, will, won't pour into you. And, and, and the reason why I'm saying catch this is because for many of you all, you have sown great seeds into the lives of so many people. And I truly believe that end of this year in 2019, you are going to be walking into some great spaces where people are going to just randomly pour into you. And it's not just a matter of pouring into you, because what it was for me, it wasn't just the fact that people weren't were gifting me. They were giving me things. It really boiled to the, down to the fact that I was receiving big blessings, man. And this is so important. This is why we catch this. This is why we need to pay attention and address this now if we need to, because what's coming for you in this next year is not something minimal. End of 2018 throughout 2019. It's not just a thing of you being blessed, but the blessings that are coming are huge. And if you're not careful and you allow guilt or fear or these thoughts of unworthiness to seep in, you're going to literally feel like I do not deserve to be blessed like this. But the crazy part is, is that that feeling is combating the very blessing that you prayed for. It's amazing. We can say we don't feel like we deserve things, but it's the very thing that we've prayed for. It's the very thing that we've been working towards and we don't give ourselves enough credit and we don't give enough credit to the fact that God is really opening doorways and giving us exactly what we ask for. So I want to break down five five things that I think could be uh, part of the reason as to why myself and maybe you people like you us as human beings have trouble receiving sometimes receiving gifts receiving um love from people and, and, and when I say gifts it's not always monetary right sometimes you you will have gifts that come that that money wouldn't be able to get you and so Five things, possibilities that I think are just really probably a huge part of the reason as to why we can't or why we don't always um, get excited about being on the receiving end. And so let's break these down real quick. The first one is this idea that we are putting up a wall of defense and maybe we're afraid of intimacy. Now, when I say this, I'm not talking about a romantic type of intimacy but I'm talking about a relational aspect of intimacy. Um, we put up this defense so, so that it can go against the potential of having something deeper with the person who decides to bless us and give us a gift. 
And so we prioritize giving over receiving. And many times we do that um, because of the fact that receiving creates a connection. Receiving creates this space where we actually have to pay a little more attention. It's, it's easy to give and to feel good about giving because it's like, oh, I did it. Boom, I'm done. I'm gone. But when you're on the receiving end, you're in the position now where you're, you you got a connection with this person and, and there's no telling where it could go. Right. And so we put up with this defense to kind of combat this intimacy or the potential thereof. And so we deprive ourselves of precious moments of connecting because of the fact that maybe we have a fear of intimacy. Something to consider when we talk about why is it so hard for us to receive? Is it possible that you are putting up a defense? Is it possible that you aren't allowing yourself to receive gifts or compliments or anything else because of the fact that you're afraid of connecting and there's a fear of intimacy that is looming over your head? That's the first point that I want to give you all, something that I think is so important for you guys to consider. The second one, man, if I can be completely honest with you, and this is how I was feeling this week, a huge part of why we struggle when it comes to receiving gifts from people or just receiving in general is because receiving puts us in a position to where we let we let go of control, like we're no longer in control, right? And why do I say that? When you think about it, man, when we give, we're in control in a certain way. Like we control what's being given. We can kind of control the flow of the relationship. We can, and I'm not saying this from a manipulative type of standpoint, but I'm just saying like we have control as it pertains to the kind of like the ebb and flows of this thing. But when we start to receive, we don't have that same control anymore. It's easier for us to offer things to people, whether a kind word, a compliment, um, a few dollars or whatever the case might be. But it's harder for us to allow ourselves to surrender um, to accepting. But more importantly, it's hard for us to allow ourselves to surrender to that feeling of actually receiving it, it, to a degree, it kind of makes you feel like I got to put up this wall that says I don't I don't want for anything. I don't need for any. I don't need this gift. I'm OK. I don't I don't need this. I don't need to receive. And you you got to be very careful. Like I said, one, because of the fact that you could literally be turning down the very thing you've prayed for. But then also, too, it's important to make sure that you aren't putting up such a defense that you don't know how to surrender when you're supposed to. And so we've got to be very mindful that receiving invites us to welcome that vulnerability into our lives. Right. Like it helps us to break that barrier of pride. It helps us to really combat and fight off that negative space that makes us too proud to openly accept something that is supposed to be a blessing. So we've got to be very careful and we've got to make sure that we aren't so consumed with always being in control that we miss out on the beauty and the intricacy of the surrender. It's okay for you to receive and surrender in that. And it's okay for you to be vulnerable. Guys, none of us were created to be these hardcore stone, straight faced, poker faced individuals 
that are closed off to the West. That's not our calling. That's not our position in life. And so we've got to be very careful to realize that it's okay not to always be in control. The third thing that came to my mind was the idea that maybe, just maybe, we believe that it's kind of selfish for us to receive. We kind of have this feeling like if we receive, it's a selfish thing because life is all about giving. Now, now hear me when I say this. You all know if you've listened to me for any amount of time, I am one of the biggest advocates when it comes to giving and pouring into people, and I still am. But on that same end, I do understand that it is a give and take. Like we talk about, you know, seed time and harvest. If you sow a seed into good ground and you nurture it and you water it and you take care of it, that seed is going to produce a tree. It's going to produce a plant that's going to bear fruit or some kind of herb or whatever the case might be because of the fact that you've sown the seed. So you've got to take this to yourself now, realizing that in what you're doing, you're, you're sowing a seed. You are literally putting yourself in a position where you are sowing and you don't just sow and sow and sow and nothing happens like you're sowing. And you've got to understand that even if you aren't trying to at some point in time, the seeds that you're sowing are going to come back to reap some type of harvest. And because of that, you've got to understand that it's not selfish to receive. It's not selfish of you to accept a gift. It is not selfish of you um, to to have something that you truly deserve. Many people talk about um, the aspect of having an inflated sense of ego or self-importance. And it's very easy to run off thinking that we deserve more than others, right? But there is a fine line that says that that's not the route that you have to go. It's a thing of I'm open to receiving, understanding that it is not selfish of me to receive the very thing that I've actually labored into. Guys, I need you all to catch this because of the fact that when you receive with humility and appreciation, you start to find a good balance and understand how do you combat the selfishness? You, you learn to receive with humility and appreciation, and it helps you to find a good balance to where it's not this idea of being selfish or and you don't have to be afraid to kind of become selfish because you control the key that allows you to do heart checks when needed. Right. So it's important to remember that my, my, my fourth point for you guys and this is, I think, many people, right, as we receive gifts or as people, because, look, we live in a world now where we don't always necessarily see folks blessing others, even though it should be the norm. When we see it, we can get very leery sometimes and be like, oh, well, what is this for or what do you want? And my fourth point is this idea that there are going to be strings attached. So now we're looking at the fear of strings attached, the fear of you're scratching my back now in order for me to scratch yours later. And that's not always the case. It becomes uncomfortable, uncomfortable to receive sometimes simply because of the fact that when growing and, and definitely, I think, growing up, maybe you've seen it, maybe in your childhood or young adulthood or maybe even now you've kind of experienced it. But, but we've got to give people a chance, understanding that everybody has not liked that. Right. So we might have received compliments 
only when we accomplish something or maybe you received an accolade after doing something good or an award after getting good grades. Maybe somebody look, come on. If somebody tried to slide in the DMs and holler at you and give you a compliment only for a few seconds later to try and, and get something out of you. Right. Or some folks reach out and, and they want to expose you and use you for what you have with money or finances. So they butter you up and they try and make you feel good only to try and get into your pockets or your heart or your mind or whatever the case might be. And so we've got to understand that um, it's OK to receive without the fear of strings attached. And how do we do this? There's always a space that I truly believe that that rests here. And it is true acceptance. One of the ways that we can combat the fear of strings attached and also identifying whether you're in a position where somebody expects strings to be attached is to pay attention to how you're accepted. Pay attention to how people gravitate towards you and how they navigate when they're with you or they're talking to you. And the reason why I say this is because you begin to recognize motives and being around people long enough and actually giving them a chance will put you in a position to where you get an understanding of where their heart is, where their mind is and how they move and function. Something to consider. And then my fifth and final point for you guys is that I think sometimes, obviously, with the idea of thinking that strings will be attached to a blessing or to somebody giving to you, there is always the fear of a self-imposed um, need to reciprocate whatever it is that somebody has given to you. It is very easy to not want to receive because of the fact that in our mind, we feel like, well, if I get this from you, if I accept this from you at some point in time, I feel like I need to give it back to you. And that's not the case, right? It's easy to start wondering, what do they want from me? <laughs> And so we can't always presume that when people are willing to give or, or gift us or compliment us or whatever the case might be, that it's this is space of them trying to manipulate us or to control us or steer us down the wrong path. We've got to be careful in understanding that just because you receive doesn't mean that there is this obligation that makes you indebted to somebody else. It's, it's not the case. That's not the case. So these are the five things that I think are are maybe a big reason as to why we struggle. And so I think it's important for us to take a good look. And like I said, this is something that I have been working on all weekend personally, internally, just like, OK, we're going to figure this out and we're going to get it together. And so as we're in this giving season and as we're getting ready to move into a new year, I want to encourage you all that in your giving, understand that you reap a harvest because of it. In your giving, you are sowing into people and you have to start expecting people to sow into you. And if it gives you any kind of encouragement, I would say, look at how you give. When you give to people out of the kindness and the goodness of your heart, you know your motives and you understand that after you give, you let it go and it's done. You got to start giving people that same chance when they want to be you and sow into you and pour into you and give to you. Guys, I truly believe that 
it's not just going to be a thing of small gifts. You all are about to start walking into some very big gifts. You are going to start walking into some seasons where people are going to be pouring into you ridiculously. And if you aren't careful of controlling your emotions and your feelings, it can become very easy for you to move yourself out of the blessing that is waiting for you because you have a hardened heart or maybe you've put up this wall of defense because of the fact that maybe one of these five reasons that I gave you today is holding you back from being able to receive. I believe in you all. I love you guys. And I want to see you win in everything that you do. If you've got questions, don't forget, you can reach out to me right here on the Anchor app. You can send them to me on Instagram, Jr. Facebook, Richard L. Taylor Jr. You can email them to me at booking at richardtaylorjr.com. Guys, I want to see you win in everything you do. As always, you're not losing in life. You're not failing. You are simply between the dream. Let's make sure that we go out and tackle this week and be intentional about paying attention to when people are trying to give to us and not putting up a fight, but being able to allow the good works that we've done and the sowing that we've done for others to start reaping in our hearts, in our minds, and in our lives. You're not losing, guys. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream. Until next time, peace.